All right, guys, the boys are back in town. It has been a long time since we had all four of us together, but we're back, man. We're, we're back, and it feels good. See, we actually have a lot to talk about, guys. Fantasy football season, regular football season right around the corner. Uh, MLB's in a full swing. Hockey, NBA, all in the playoffs right now. So we have plenty of things to talk about. But, but let's start, as always. But we got to catch up and ask if you guys have been doing it, especially since it's been a while since we've all talked. I mean, Nick was just uh, romanticizing in the group chat last night how much he missed Kyle. He hasn't seen him. In <laughs> but Kyle, what have you been up to, man? You said three fantasy football drafts for you, huh? Yeah, I've been going hard on the fantasy grind this year. Well, what you've been, I, subscribe <laughs> to my email. Wait, subscribe to my email. Oh, yeah. Well, I accidentally uh, – <laughs> the one invitation went to your email, and I, I didn't realize I was signed in from uh, ESPN+. Plus. Yeah, it's okay. So uh, – yeah, so Sean, so you're part owner in the one league. So if I win, then you get you get you get no money, but you get credit. Yeah, that's right. And I saw yeah. wait, I saw like the draft. You better order. watch. Sean's gonna be trading players. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the draft order like on my thing. It was like, was the first round like all quarterbacks? Second, is that like no. a certain sort of? Yes, it did. It said, I'll, uh-huh. I'll try and pull up the email. But whatever. Maybe it just like went by position. Like they just showed who got drafted weird. by position. But so I had the second pick in that league. I took Saquon. Do you feel good about your drafts? I do. I think all all three of them have a chance. All right, who, who's the best quarterback you got? Uh, I have Lamar Jackson in one, Pat Mahomes in another one. How's that possible? Wow. And then Cam Newton in another one. How's that even called Cam Newton font? But how the fuck do you get both of those guys? Uh, yeah, because I, I had the second pick in both of those drafts. <sighs> so I went like Saquon and then either another – I think it, I went like Travis Kelsey, and then on the way back, third round, I took Mahomes and uh, Lamar. Okay, see, so look here. Here on my phone, um, if you can see the screen, hold on. We'll, we'll try. We'll try and get it on the screen. It says round one, and it's all quarterbacks. Oh, I know why. I know why. Because because we did a live draft, so it wasn't on the laptop. So wait. So, like- so just when like I guess when uh, my boss, who was like the commissioner, was putting the teams in he just went team by team or something like that i don't know okay but it wasn't like an actual online draft it was at his house okay that makes more yeah. sense that makes more sense because i was seeing this and i was like do you guys just have like these unspoken rules <laughs> yeah no we're yeah no we're not. in this round or something like yeah how about pat and nick i, I know you guys are still kind of getting over the uh over the loss of the flyers but we'll get to that later but how, that thing's been you man just same old same old i mean we've seen each other we, we've chatted a little bit. I'm just doing what I do, you know. Yeah. <laughs> do what you do, say what you say. I'm yeah. just chilling. We out here. I, I've started playing game, gaming again. I take like a month retirement and I'm back in the full swing of things. But, yeah. All right, well, uh, now that we've Oh, yeah, it. hold on. Actually, I do want to talk about something I've been doing. The new PGA video game is addicting. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's good. It's it is good. unbelievable. Can't it's you, like, so much fun. your own courses or something like that? Yeah, well, like, the thing is, I'm never going to take the time to do that. But, I mean, you can find a lot of weird courses in that game. Like, if a lot of weird courses. They, they have – people just recreate courses they play at, and they'll name them something different. But, like, I've seen a video, Parker, of uh, somebody playing at Linfield on that game. <laughs> Where'd you see that? Uh, it was on YouTube. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm about to just start searching people playing courses that I know. Yeah, and then you can like like uh you can join like societies where they just have tournaments and shit on there. Yeah, I'm in the barstool one. Yeah, yeah, I play. Oh, you have it too, Kyle? Yeah, I got it too. 
Oh, yeah, wow. it was all the time. It's so much fun. All right. Is it hard or is it easy? Like you can make it easy or hard. It depends. It, like it just depends on the setting you put it on. Does it give you enough? Um, like you know how in two uh, K, like the basketball games, like you feel like you can you can move the players around. Like you can pretty much do what you want. Like you can handle. Like can you change your shots pretty well? Like you know what I mean? Can you adjust your shots a lot and? Yeah, you can like so it's like uh it's not like Tiger Woods PGA Tour from like EA Sports where after the shots in the air you can just spin it however you want. Yeah, that's you dumb. Can, that's kind of dumb. Yeah, like before the shot, you can uh like draw it, fade it. You can add loft, decrease loft and like uh adjust the attack angle. So like if you add loft and like steepen the attack angle, it's going to have a ton of backspin, but you can't do it after the shots in the air, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you have to like plan out ahead of time. Like I'm going to put backspin on it. I'll land it here. Like the wind's in my face. So it's going to be shorter, shit like that. It's How's online? Tough. Do you play that? I mean, I play in like those bar stools, like golf society things. And like, they're fucking impossible. Yeah. It's so hard. Cause that's like your, I think the highest difficulty, it's so hard to get the swing timing down. It's like, yeah. it's about how fast of a speed you push up on the right stick. It's yeah, like, so, and it, yeah. That's the other thing, like, the tempo is, like, the speed of the stick going forward, not, like, how, like, fluid it is. You know what I mean? It's, like, you pull it back. Yeah, so it's not, like, it's not just, like, pull back and flick. If you go, if you go fast, like, forward too quick, it just hooks. Like, your ball just fucking hooks. And if you go too slow, it just starts slicing. Who makes it? EA Sports? 2K. No, 2K. Oh, 2K. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Like a two, very intricate game, 2K. That's why I was interested in it because 2K makes better games than EA. Mm-hmm. I feel like all those games, though, like 2K and Madden, I know they're EA and 2K, but, like, they're all the same every year. So, I guess maybe they're getting a little uh, more intricate with this golf game. I haven't bought a Madden or 2K in a long, long time. I was on, like, a decade streak. Uh, yeah, I haven't bought Madden in a while. I bought Madden 19 this year used for, like, seven ninety nine. Oh, that's reasonable. I would buy it for seven ninety nine. Yeah, very reasonable. I, have, I didn't have a Madden game for my uh, PlayStation Four, so mm. need some. All right. Well, listen. Now that we've all caught up, uh, let, let's get to let's get to the sour stuff. Right, get it right out of the way, man. Obviously, uh, if you're a Philadelphia Flyers fan, you, you know that they lost a. Uh, and it's, I guess it's it, it was a heartbreaking game seven, for lack of a better term. But uh, I'll let the hockey guys take over from here. What What did you guys? Uh, how are you guys feeling now that you have like a, a couple of days to? kind of settle down and gather your thoughts on the Flyers. Well, we, we were hopeful. We all picked them. And we all picked them in our little uh, pre-round episode. But now that the time has passed, how, how do we feel realistically? Um, before that series, I still felt like this is going to be like – this could be their year. Um, after that series, I realized they need probably like one or two more pieces. Um, I'm not mad really anymore because I realize they're still a really good team. And we have uh, probably, I think Carter Hart's going to be the best goalie in the year next year. The goalie in the league next year. Um, yeah. So that's big plus. Yeah, I'm, I, That was one of the things I want to talk about is what, what should they look forward to? Because a lot of – all the eggs in the Philadelphia basket, right when uh, the Sixers started struggling, Ben Simmons went down. They all pretty much all went into the Flyers' basket – and as we always do in Philadelphia, we kind of got our hopes up. And then we, we kind of got a reality check with New York, which I think Nick, Nick and I did say we were a little nervous going into it. 
And then uh, I was big nervous. <laughs> yeah, we we maybe admitted it for like probably five seconds on that last episode, and then you went back onto the hype train. But I I remember I remember we did touch on how we were a little bit nervous about it, and I guess our nerves came true. But Nick, what was your take on the series? What uh, since we'll get to what can we look forward to next season because it's right around the corner pretty much. But where do you, in your estimation, where did the Flyers go wrong against the Islanders in that seven game series? Um, they just it looked like they weren't ready for the same thing every game sometimes like they they just every game they seem to stifle them I mean Barry Trotz is a great coach and they're they have Baldwin. I mean they're the yeah they're the best they're the best like they're the best coach team in the league so I mean we just they they just look better than us I'm not gonna lie like I feel like we couldn't get all we couldn't get in like the middle of the ice they were just we were just stuck on the boards like the entire game I feel like they they were just a lot more like fluid the issue i think i think the issue really was that they they had playoff experience and they dictated how the game was played the flyers have enough talent to easily just play their game and make the other team play their game and they let the islanders control how the game was played and they're you're not going to beat the islanders at their game yeah you let them do what they want to do. They're gonna beat the shit out of you. And I mean, that come like the comeback was good. They showed some fight. Uh, game seven, they just didn't show up. Yeah, they didn't show up for game seven, which sucks. But you know, like this is that was a good year of playoff experience for a young team. Uh, I think having like actual home home ice advantage will benefit them if they're able to play in front of fans next year because they're. You get, nobody beat them at home this year. They might have had two losses at home the whole season. Yeah, so that'll benefit them, and they have a. They're going to have a lot of cap space, and it wouldn't surprise me if we saw a couple big moves this off season. Yeah, who who do you suspect that they like? Uh, I, I've heard like a lot of names like JVR might might be gone for some reason. Like I know we have a big, we have him on a pretty good deal, but uh, no, we don't. Oh, we don't. Okay. I mean, no, yeah, he's he's eating a ton of cap, and he's. That's not what I meant. No, I meant like a pretty good. I meant like pretty big deal is what I meant to say. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. No, yeah, he's on a big deal, and he's he's not going to get the uh, like he needs to be playing top six minutes with the best players on the team. He's not really creating his own offense, but he's unbelievable in front of the net. But when he's on the third line, you kind of need somebody better on D, uh, and he's not going to get those same chances because he's not playing with his skilled players. So it's. I mean, I, I just think with this contract, it'll be tough to move him. We'll probably it'll like my if we're gonna move him, it'll probably have to be in like a pretty big deal. Yeah, yeah like I, we're gonna so have to include some prospects, some picks, and it's probably gonna be for somebody that's pretty decent in return. So you'd think that's a name that possibly gets chopped around, but may, maybe not. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Honestly, nothing would surprise me. And I, I think we should be going for it every year now. Yeah, no, we definitely should be. I. I I don't know. I've been reading some weird stuff online. Like I, I was reading that we might get rid of like Giroux and a, like a younger defenseman for Gaudreau and then try to sign Tory Krug, which like yeah, I wouldn't. Tory Krug. He's like a he's a g- really good defenseman from the Bruins. He's going to be a free agent. Okay. Um, which like I wouldn't hate, but like I don't know. I nothing would surprise me at all this summer. Um, but like I think. Flyers fans 
you can just look forward to us every year at the deadline. We don't have to worry about being sellers. Like we're going to be going for guys that are going to help us win a Stanley Cup every year. And we're going to have the best goalie in the league for like 10 years. Yeah, that, the Carter Hart, man, he, he pretty much got that series to seven. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, not, size, you know. not all him, but I mean like – a lot of them. Much. I mean, the, the wins came in overtime. Like, we barely won the games we won. And then, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, and I know well, you guys like Pitlick, right? You want Pitlick to get re-signed. And, uh, I like I mean, he doesn't have to be, like, one of the guys we re-signed, but he's a definitely good piece. Yeah. All right, well, at least we have a lot to look forward to when it comes to hockey. Yeah, I guess now let's just look ahead. Uh, how many games? Four four series? No, no, two. Two series, right? Because of the championship now. New York, Tampa Bay, and then Vegas and Dallas, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. Real quick, guys. Just we'll, we're not going to spend too much time on it. Just knock out predictions. I got. I'll take t- Tampa Bay. Just beat the brakes out of uh, New York, right? Like eight to two. Yeah. Yep. I'll t- I'll take Tampa Bay in like five, and then I'll take Vegas, and uh, I'll take them five as well. Pat, you go ahead. Give me your picks. Um, I'm going to go Island. I mean, uh, sorry, not Islanders because they're not beating Lightning. <laughs> um, I'll do Lightning in five as well. I'll probably give one of the Islanders. And then I'm going to take the Stars in seven. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. What makes you say that? Uh, I mean, they beat – I mean, it was a close game, but they beat uh, – Colorado. The Golden Knights uh, yesterday. Oh. Was that yesterday? Two days ago. No, two days like ago. The they, they just um, got done playing the Avalanche, right? It was only about – yeah, yeah. Right? Did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They beat the Avalanche. And the Avalanche were really good. Yeah, I think that was my sleeper. That was like the uh, highest scoring series of all time. Well, not actually, but I've never seen such a high scoring series. Yeah. But uh, what was I going to say? Oh, the stars have only impressed me like this entire um, this yeah. entire playoff. So I'm just going to give them a little, little bump here. All right. All right. Nick, how about you? Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go lightning and seven and. I like Dallas too, and I fucking hate the Golden Knights. <laughs> I know you do. Uh, I know you hate them. <laughs> that's such a good series, though. Uh, hmm. I'm gonna go Knights and seven. Okay. All right. And Kyle, just I know you're not a hockey guy. Kyle, just give us give us two names since we're all together, man. We just give us the two names. Yeah, light, uh, uh, Lightning's and four Golden. Four. Yep. Wow, four and then yep. six. Wait, who who do you be think a clean left? sweep? The Golden Knights and six. Okay. All right. All right, all right. There's our hockey picks, but we're not going to dwell on that too long. Um, we got to what can be hopeful for for Flyers fans. But brighter days are ahead, man. And it was a pretty, pretty good season. It gave us something to watch at least. So let's get to the NBA. I don't necessarily think we can do predictions now in the second round because we're we're so far into it. But let, let's just talk about some stuff that's happening. Uh, or, or maybe we should start with the Sixers, right? Because I don't think we've talked since the Sixers have been eliminated. Obviously, the Sixers just – it was an abysmal performance out of them in that round one performance against the Celtics. It, it's – but it was to be expected. I expected them to get a game. I didn't expect them to get swept. I think we all took the Celtics in five. Uh, I'll have to look back on our uh, social media. I think we ma- I made that chart. Uh, where did the Sixers go from here, Kyle? Where, where do you think? I mean, they fired Brett Brown. One, yeah. one step in the right direction. We'll get Brett Brown. I mean, they we'll should. get to his replacement in a second. Yeah. I mean, you should fire, like, Elton Brand, get rid of him. Wow. Get, rid of, get rid of everyone in the front office. That, I mean, I kind of that, agree. That I ruined agree. what we had. And then just try and trade, like, Tobias or Al Horford to Sacramento for, like, Buddy Heald. 
You I love the Buddy Heald man. Uh, yes, I'm, all the, I'm on the Buddy Heald wagon. No, I don't think that. I don't even think Buddy Bus. I don't even think they'd get Buddy Heald because he – like, oh, no, They probably have to give like – Sacramento's like, building right now, and I just don't think they trade like one of their key guys. Buddy Heald's going to But he doesn't want to be there though. That's they true. Have, they have beef. That's true. I forgot about that. So maybe that is a little yeah. potential trade for the Sixers. Um, I, I feel bad though. I, I guess we'll just – we can't – I don't really want to rehash exactly everything that happened. It was so long ago. It's in the back of my mind now, but – we just got Pete from Pillar to post that entire series. So let's talk uh, Brett Brown, I suppose, then. Um, I feel bad for he Brett Brown. He should have been gone two years ago. I know. I know. But I, I was I was one of the late people to, like, get onto that fire Brett Brown train because he's such a, he's a nice guy. Yeah, he's, he's a great guy. But he's, he, was, just, he was a player's yeah. coach. Like, well, actually not a player's coach. But, like, some, I know some guys came out and spoke out against him. But he was good at player development. Like that was like his key thing coming to Philadelphia. Our boy Hinky said like he only expected him to be like the first couple of years, and then he ended up staying seven years. So he stayed much longer than he should have, I guess. But he was so he always, in my estimation, answered the media questions like really well, like better than most Philadelphia coaches. We had some crappy ones in the past in Philadelphia, like. I don't think Andy Reid was good with the media, and I don't think Chip Kelly was good with the media. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how the Flyers coaches were with the media, but from in my lifetime, Brett Brown handled media very well, very transparent guy. So I felt bad when he left, but it was definitely time for him to go. He just yeah, wasn't. dude. He he doesn't he know how to, to coach scratch. good players. He wasn't up to scratch with the other team, other good coaches in the East, like Nick Nurse and Brad Stevens and guys of that nature. He just just he doesn't know how to coach uh, like a star. He doesn't know what to do with them. He doesn't know how to like get them or like motivate them to to move into like that leader that leader position. Yeah, he can't like confront them. And that's kind of what Jimmy Butler said on JJ yeah. Reddick's podcast, right? What well, was several months ago now? What was it? If anyone remembers, exactly, it was like it was like they were. I just remember them watching film in the film room, and they, they were just just watching it, not talking about it at all. And someone said anything. it. Someone said, who's got a problem with this? And Jimmy, yeah. I, someone's got a problem with it. It was like TJ yeah. McConnell yeah. or something along those lines. Yeah. So once I was really like disappointed when that came out, cause I was like, damn, man, it's, it's not looking good for us. And especially it doesn't look good for us now to look how good Miami's doing in the playoffs with only Jimmy Butler. No, no shot at Jimmy Butler. I love Jimmy Butler. I wish he was still in Philadelphia. But if we ha- imagine him, Ben Simmons and Joel with the right coach, I mean, you, I mean, we were four couple bounces away from a good run with that team and a crappy coach. So, um, where do the well, Sixers go from here, man? Where, where, what do they? What coach would you like? I mean, well, before I say that, I've said this countless times. I'm going to go back to Kyle's Elton Brand point. Uh, all the really good teams and the like, consistently good, not never like abysmal. They might not always be a top playoff team, but they're at least competing for a playoff spot. They run well at the top. Coach, GM. In Boston, you have Danny Ainge, Brad Stevens, Nick Nurse, uh, and Masai Ujiri. In Toronto, Pat Riley and Eric Spolster in Miami. And the list can go, you know, for the good teams, it's there. The list is there. And the Philadelphia did not have that. We were stuck with Elton Brand, or rookie head coach, or rookie GM was his first time. And then Brett Brown, I was obviously his first time as a head coach too, although he had his years of experience by the time Brand came in. But, yeah, it, we need to be better run up top. But now where do they go to replace him? That's the ultimate question we need to get. Tyron Lue's name has been tossed around, and I absolutely hate it. I, I, I went no parts of Tyron Lue. I think Tyron Lue's getting too much hate. 
Like, I don't think he'd be a great replacement. I don't think he'd be terrible. Like, I, I think want people lose so bad. Like, I think people you do want Ty Lue. I think people discredit him because he coached LeBron. Yeah, no, no, no. But, he sat. He sat on that nice chair in his suit while LeBron coached. He didn't coach LeBron one bit. You talk to anyone else? You, I just heard listening to like a Kevin Love interview. He was praising Ty Lue. Oh, I'm sure because he got him at, like because he won a championship, yeah. quote unquote. But it was LeBron. he might be. The I mean, best Eric Spolster didn't real. Eric Spolster didn't win a championship till LeBron came with D Wade and Chris okay. Bosh, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. But, Eric Spolster is a top the top tier head coach. I don't. I mean, I don't really know about know much about coaches, so I'll just say he's probably the best option. I think. I don't think um, so. I think because, there's, I not, Kenny because there's not much else out there right now. Like, there's Kenny Atkinson. Kenny, I would love Kenny Atkinson. He's he, I don't know. Coach. I guess KD and Kyrie pretty much kicked him out of Brooklyn, I yeah, guess. Yeah, but he did such a good job with them. That's the year before. Yeah, he, but the thing – I think he's like a Brett Brown almost too. Like, like a, is, he a, is he a player, player developer? I don't want that. He did player a good developer. <laughs> he did a good job developing those guys on the nets to get them better than what we may have expected them. But maybe KD and Kyrie, like, yo, this guy's uh, not championship pedigree, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of willing to take their word for it. Because Kyrie's they, like a coach killer, though. Kyrie hasn't really, I don't know. Kyrie I mean, doesn't. I feel like he doesn't really get along with any. Head coach. Yeah, I, I suppose. Yeah, he doesn't get along with anybody. Yeah. Um, I, I just something about that Kenny Atkinson kind of being forced out of Brooklyn. I don't like. The Jason Kidd name is one that I, I was kind of mm-hmm. interested in. I was kind of interested in it for a hot second, but then yeah. I kind of fizzled out. I, I mean, man, maybe it the is. Bucks, the Bucks tried him out. That didn't work out great at all. The Nets tried him out too, right? It was the Nets and the Bucks. Giannis, yeah. Giannis has high praise for the Bucks because he got fired from Milwaukee. Yeah. And Giannis was very upset about it. But, I, I mean, Tyler, Mark Jackson, I don't, I don't really think – I don't really – I wouldn't mind like Stan Van Gundy. Get, get Stan the Van Gundy. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't say, want him, dude. I was about to say Jeff Van Gundy. But either honestly, either of the Van Gundys. You'll take either. I don't. I'm I'll not take sure. either of them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Stan Van Gundy had a great success with Dwight Howard in Orlando. Yeah. So that that could possibly another big man and Joel Embiid. Some similarities. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe maybe Stan Van Gundy. I could definitely see that happening. But Ty Lue's been named a favorite. I'm just so skeptical about it because I just – I think he's got carried by LeBron. I do. And, I, and you can say the same thing for Spolstra, and that's fine. But Spolstra has also proven after that that he's a good coach. And before that. And a little bit before that, yeah. They weren't a bad yeah, – he was, he was deemed a pretty good coach before that, yeah. The one benefit I'm going to give Tyron Lue is that, first off, he has, he has been, like, with a championship-winning team. So he kind of knows – even if he wasn't – fully in charge because LeBron was there. He knows what a championship team has to go through to get get a ring. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, he's coaching assistant coach on uh, the Clippers right now with Doc Rivers. So maybe he can absorb some of Doc Rivers' information, and maybe that could help him as well. So if ultimately, Tyron Lue comes to Philadelphia. Uh, I'll, be, I'll probably be sour for about an hour. Because I'll try, th- I'll probably think of better. Try to think of better names in my head and realize that maybe, maybe the maybe there isn't anyone anybody better than him. Yeah, I mean another positive. LeBron, LeBron loved him too, right? Yeah, LeBron's the one that wanted to, him brought in. Yeah, so maybe LeBron and the Ben Simmons relationship, you know, that could help foster something too, like Ty- Tyron Lue and Ben Simmons. Yeah, and Tyron's got to be good at like managing egos too. If he was dealing with Bron, 
and Kyrie, and, and Kyrie all in the same. Especially team. Kyrie's is one of his. Yeah. yeah, it was enough. So. What if LeBron came to Philly that year? That was never happening. I mean, if you want to, if you if you want to talk in hypotheticals, we were going to win the championship. It was a dog and pony show. Yeah. Uh, real quick, while we're here, while, while we're still on the Sixers, because we're going to get on to the NBA playoff. Uh, you know, this the rest of them going on. I want to talk about some good news for the Sixers Sixers fans out there. Our man Ben Simmons just finally got the credit that he deserved. He was named to the All NBA Defensive First Team along with. Marcus Smart, Rudy Gobert. <laughs> you know, we, I, I, he probably deserves, but I just don't like – we don't like Rudy Gobert on this show. Anthony Davis and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Second team was Kawhi uh, Adebayo, and then uh, Brooke Lopez, Pat Beverly, and Eric Bledsoe. So, congratulations, Ben Simmons. We finally got some recognition you deserve. And by the way, I think since Giannis won Defensive Player of the Year, I think they're going to give the MVP to LeBron. I just think that's – I think it's going to happen. I think I'd, be, I'd be so – I'd be all about that. I know that's not really how it works, but – I, I mean, in the NBA, kind of. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, okay, you know, he got that What an award. So maybe the uh, voters were like, oh, I'll vote Giannis for defensive player of the year and then give LeBron the MVP. I think that's how a lot of people may have voted. But, yeah. Okay. What else? Let's. I'm trying to think of all the NBA playoff matches in my head. It's Miami, Bucks. That's in game five. That's going on right now. Anyone have a score update on me? 16-7, Bucks. Oh, wow. First quarter. 16-9. Well, they're just throwing the kitchen sink at them right now because Giannis is obviously out with the ankle injury. My Some say they're better without Giannis. That's ridiculous. <laughs> In the playoffs? <laughs> That's though? ridiculous. In the playoffs? Maybe. Okay, I guess because you can, like, formulate a scheme around them. I I mean, Miami's going to win that series in my estimation. That's true, yeah. Miami has been – well, can you call them a surprise? I think we didn't – we, yeah, we, I still think they're a surprise. We yeah. at least discussed, not maybe not on the show, but between ourselves, that Miami's a pretty good team to bet on. I think I did say on the show, I said the teams that could win the East, I said the East was wide open. It could be Milwaukee, Boston, Toronto, Philadelphia, or the fifth team was Miami. I did say that on the show. So um, I'm Their not really front office is sick. I know it is. They hit on every rookie, including their undrafted rookie. Pat Riley's a genius. Yeah, it's Pat Riley, man. I mean, he went on with the Lakers, and he's winning with Miami now. He he probably has like the dream career out of. They all. hit on Bam out of bio. I never would have expected that. Yeah, and you know what? Well, well, hold on. I'm gonna. I'm I'm trying to get too far ahead of myself. Not just focus on these matchups right now. Do we all have Miami winning this series? Or do you uh-huh. see a three nothing comeback? No, no. Yeah. Okay, so we have Miami winning this series. The other series in the East is Boston-Toronto. Boston's up 3-2 right now. I think Boston's going to win it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I just, uh, the thing is, I'm rooting, now we're rooting for Miami so hard because I, can't, I don't want to see Boston in the championship. That'll, that'll I will just, say like, Celtics-Lakers would be pretty sick to watch. Yeah, that would be good because the rivalry, yeah. the historic rivalry, I just don't – I can't – And then see the, the Celtics get their rips hard out. Hearts ripped out by LeBron again. Hey, man, it's been a while since we've done this, Kyle. We're going to have a couple slip-ups today. (laughs) Who do you think has the best chance to beat the Lakers um, out of the East? And then who do you think has the best chance to beat the Clippers? Or is it the same? Uh, I think think Miami for both. Miami for both? Yeah. I I don't I think Boston. I think Boston. Yeah, Miami's deep. Miami's real deep. I I always forget that they have Andre Iguodala, too. Oh, yeah. Like, 
Miami's really deep, but Boston has Boston's got some good perimeter defenders like Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown. But I don't think who could guard LeBron and AD though, man. That's tough. I I just think whoever's in the I can't say that because I just think whoever's in the West is going to win. Yeah, I, I do too. Yeah. Yeah, they should. Um, If I was going to predict it, I'm going to predict Boston just because I think Tatum was more likely to go off in like a finals than maybe Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's been balling. I just think Tatum could just go off for like 40. They have more experience too, right? No way. No, Miami does. Oh. I mean, Andre Godala's been to a finals. Jay Crowder's a vet. Jimmy Butler's a a vet. Uh, Goran Drogic's a pretty good vet. Eric Spolcher's been in the finals many times. Yeah, they okay, I was just thinking. I was thinking of like their main players, like have been to the playoffs. Like the Celtics were, weren't they in the conference final like a couple of years ago? They lost to the Celtics. Was it the year? Um, yeah, I'm just talking about like the Celtics starters have all been in the playoffs yeah. like every oh, year yeah. of their career. You know what? They did go seven games right with yeah. uh, on that one year. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, with Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, that's right. But that was that was Tatum on that team. Um, that was rookie year. Okay. Yeah, might have, he might have been a rookie. All right, well, I, I still would give the slight edge to Miami. But I would love to see that Miami-Boston series. That, that'd be a really tough series to call. I'd root for Miami, obviously, but that'd be a really tough series to call. And then let's go out west uh, since we just did all this. Who Nuggets and Clippers, Rockets and Lakers. That Two great series. I'm rooting for the Nuggets. I, I just I don't want the Clippers to win. I, I have this thing against them mainly because I'm rooting for the Lakers. So I'm kind of rooting for the, the uh, anti-rooting, not rooting for the Clippers. And then I want Lakers to win, obviously, versus Houston. Although I wouldn't be surprised if Houston won either. Houston, Houston's a sleeper team with that three-point shooting, man. I said this. They're like the Warriors team away from a couple of finals appearances. If they didn't run yeah. that Warriors team every year, James Harden probably has got one or two rings at least. Oh, boy, they'd be real good with Chris Paul right now, though. I yeah. Chris <laughs> Paul is so good. Yeah, Russell Westbrook, just, Still. he's playing terribly. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook's playing terribly, and it, he has so many haters, too, so they're probably all yeah. loving it. I don't mind Russell Westbrook as much as some people hate him. But, yeah. Yeah, Chris Paul definitely, like, they took him seven games. And it was they only lost by two points, and it was some there was some crappy cloth. You know, and Chris Paul didn't even play in Game Seven. No, we're talking a different, different, different. Uh, this so, uh, the Thunder Rocket series. Oh, oh Thunder Rockets. Okay, this year. But I knew what series you were referring to as well. Who do you guys got, Kyle, in that, in that series? The Rockets, Lakers, and then Denver Clippers. Uh, I don't think Lakers and six, and then Clippers probably. It's 2-1 right now, right? Yeah, 2-1 Clippers. Oh, I'm going to go gentle, gentleman's sweep. Clippers really? I'm taking both. I'm taking Lakers 6. I want to say I'm rooting for the Nuggets, but I'll take the Clippers in 6. Pat? And then um, that NBA guy. You can feel free to drop the names if you want to. I think the I think the Lakers are going to – I think the Lakers are going to beat them in 5. I think the Rockets – yeah. I think the Rockets aren't going to win another game. I know that they're – I mean, I know that they've, like, made it close the last game, but – I think LeBron's just going to take over. Okay, what about Denver Clippers? Definitely Clippers. I don't know how many games, though. I feel like this one could go deep. Could go seven. It could go seven. I'm just going to go seven. Game three was a tight game. And Jamal Murray, by the way, been balling this postseason. Shout out to Jamal Murray. He's really come to life. That series with Utah, I'm not a Donovan Mitchell guy or a Utah guy. 
at all because Rudy Gobert and you know we've been over this. <laughs> that was the most entertaining series in the first round that Utah and Denver won. If you didn't watch that, you missed out on some great basketball and some great battles. I mean, they were that was a three-one comeback, by the way. They came back yeah. from three-one. Yeah. So shout out Denver. I'm kind of pulling for you in the West, at least to get past this round. Lakers overall, but Denver to get past this round. Now I'm contradicting myself. Oh, you know what? Now that I think of it, since they went seven last series, they're going to be kind of tired. But you just say Clippers in seven, right? Yeah, but I'm going to change it to, to six. I'm going to change it to six. Yeah, I'm, I'm torn because I want the easiest path for the Lakers to make the finals, but I also really want to see that battle of L.A. Yeah, I'm rooting for that more than the Lakers. I just want to see that matchup. Yeah, but even though I want the Lakers to get there, I, I Clippers will. are a better team, don't you think? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. Uh, but like, they I, should win, but you can't. The Clippers can, like, score at will, I feel like, and the Lakers just go in droughts where they cannot score the basketball. Yeah. They, they will be leaning very heavily on Anthony Davis. Yeah. If, if they don't show up, man, it's, a, it's game over. Very very much so, too. I think it'll be a – they might get exposed. Seriously. They might get exposed. Good. Stephen A. Smith's been saying it. It's not going to get any easier for them because all those other teams in the West are just coming in, like, to their primes, like Dallas – Houston, Denver, those teams are only going to get better. And the Lakers are only – unless, like, people just flock to L.A. like they always do. I mean, Anthony Davis is a free agent after this year. Too. That's right. And there's been talks about him going to Chicago. So, who knows? Really? Yeah, because that's his hometown. Yeah, he's from Chicago. That's his hometown. Do you think you'd leave LeBron after one year? If he realizes how hard it is out west. And he's like, man, the east is actually pretty easy. And I could probably, you know, I got like Zach Levine. I could probably get another star to come with me to Chicago. Another free agent. Maybe. I could see it. Hmm. You know, yeah, he can't. I was gonna say he could maybe go to the Mavericks, but they're they'd be too big, right, down low. I've heard Giannis to the Mavericks is a very real. Like I'm not talking like I'm some sort of NBA insider. I've read online <laughs> that Giannis to the Mavericks is a very big possibility. The Euro team. <laughs> yeah, that is the Euro team. Luca, Kristaps, and Giannis. <laughs> Although Kristaps just keeps getting injured. But yeah. Nick, do you want to say anything with the NBA, man? I, uh, you know, I know you're not an NBA guy, but... Uh, Lakers, Clippers, uh, Heat, Boston, Heat, Lakers. Lakers are going to win. No. <laughs> Nick, Nick just jumped ahead weeks. I, I, he jumped ahead a whole month. <laughs> I would love to see that, though, too, Nick. So, here we go. This is the topic. I'm, on, I'm looking at the list right now. We haven't even had an episode on this since, uh, since it happened. The NBA draft lottery happened. Minnesota got the number one overall pick. I'm going to bring up a mock draft right now. And I would almost guarantee you that LaMelo Ball is the first pick. And then I'm just going to let you go off because I know how frustrated you get. Minnesota was predicted to take LaMelo Ball, whatever they were slotted, like two or three, whatever it was before the lottery. And then they got, into, then they got the number one, number one pick. So the, if LaMelo, LaMelo Ball goes number one, that would be I, – I, I can't wait to see Pat's reaction to that. Yeah, LaMelo Ball won – Anthony Edwards, two. Wiseman, three. Everyone's got LaMelo Ball going number one right now, man. Yeah, I want to hear your take on it. I think I think the only reason he's number one right now is because this is a down year for the draft. And I don't think Golden State would take him at two. I mean – Definitely won't take him at two. Yeah, I, I don't like notice – I don't know any of these names really. Anthony Edwards is, and Wiseman are familiar. But well, besides yeah, that, like – Obi Toppin. Oh, Obi Toppin. Yeah. I know his name just because he's got a fucking cool name. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, dude, none of these top top ten names are that familiar to me. But that's, um, that's also mainly because we didn't get March Madness and a lot of guys didn't get a chance to pull out. I did, yeah, I forgot. That's probably why I don't know any of them. That's yeah. the only time I watch, like, other teams other than, like, the big five and 
like te- whoever Temple's playing. Yeah, right, right, right. You, so you actually wouldn't be that shocked if he goes number one. Then is that what I'm hearing? I wouldn't be shocked. I don't think it's a good idea, dude. Like, you know, who people. I, think- I mean, I keep bringing up the same thing, but this dude shoots terribly, we just like a terrible, terrible percentage from the floor and from three. He doesn't play. I bet he doesn't play defense. I don't even watch him, but I can guarantee he doesn't play defense. He 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 gets like seventeen and like eight and nine. Like he's, he can, he can put up some numbers. Yeah, against two. Well, those Australian guys are pretty good, man. Those Australian. Yeah, they're, they're okay. They're okay. All right. Well, listen. Well, we want to harp They're not on. the a. They're not the ACC. They're not the ACC or something like that. Not the Big well, East. Listen, I, I'm not. We, can I, we won't talk <laughs> on this. Way better than those Bulls. <laughs> they're not better than. Us. Yes, they are. No, they're not. They are professional. They're Why are they men. not in the NBA? Why are they not getting drafted? Well, you have to think. Most of the guys in the ACC aren't going to get drafted. A lot of them do. That's, That's not, not true. true. That's not true. The, the best players do. Most the best players do, but the best players from there rarely get drafted, if ever. I'm just saying, like, I would take any team in Australia over any college basketball team. Whoa. That's – that's Even the last year's Duke team? In, in, like a professional basketball team? Yeah. In, in, in the NBL, Yeah. Wow, that's a bad, that's a pretty I hot take. I so. take some college teams like last year's Duke team. I, I think they could probably hang with them. Probably, I, yeah. I, I agree with you though that most professional teams would be, yeah, college teams. Anyway, I was just hoping Pat would go off there. That's the only reason I put it in. <laughs> but it, once Lamelo Ball actually gets drafted number one, if that happens, well, maybe we'll we'll, re, we'll reintroduce this subject to our audience for like even his mechanics are, are messed up. Like he still shoots, he still shoots like. The dumbass. Okay. Sideways. There he goes. Now he's already going crazy right when we try to get the conversation ended. Let's go to the NFL. And then we'll touch base on the Phillies who just won another game, by the way. That's like Alex Baum. Yeah, that's what game. I was looking at when I was like I, oh, saw, I was Yeah, you were shocked. Yeah. I saw they won. They beat the Red Sox? Yeah, Alex Baum. Wow. Okay, well, okay, man, let's just let's talk about that, man. How the Phillies, like, are they going to – they started off so terribly with that bullpen, and now they've been – what is it, 10 out of 12? 11 out of 13? What was it? It's a lot. It's a lot out of uh, not a lot of more games or however yeah. you want to put that. Yeah. Reese Hoskins got a hot streak. Bullpen looked good the other week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Reese Hoskins is the hottest hitter, like, on the planet right now. They and almost blew it against the Mets, the bullpen. Yeah, they almost blew it today. They had a 3 nothing lead today, and they blew that. But the comeback both days, the offense is amazing. And Atlanta's ace just got injured, so we're only like two games back or three games back or something like that of the division. So it's getting more likely that we could win our division. And we only need to get second place for the playoffs, right? So we're looking looking pretty good for the, those Philly, uh, Philly faithfuls out there. We're in the wild card right now, right? Well, yeah. there's, there's, there's well, it's like two teams per. Yeah. It's different this year. It's like two teams per division make it. Yeah, it's uh, not, okay. there's still, not the same format. Yeah, how, how do you think, man? How do you hopeful for the Phillies now to make a run, or do you not want to put all the eggs in the basket right now? Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's nothing else. So until Sunday. Yeah. So I'm all in on the Phillies until Sunday. But, uh, no, they did. Uh, I mean, they. I always said they're pro- like you can't. No matter what you do with your team, you can't make your bullpen good. Like you can't make your pitchers hit spots, and they just literally got rid of everybody and brought in all new guys, and they seem a lot better. So all right. that's my 
that's my high level analysis. <laughs> yeah, let's not get too far ahead. We appreciate that analysis from our, our baseball insiders there, but I don't want to get too far ahead and put all the eggs in the basket because we're just getting over heartbreak of the Flyers losing. Let's maybe put some of our eggs in this Eagles basket right now. You guys want to do this new segment, the buy or sell thing, or do you guys want to preview Eagles real quick? I think it'd be fun to do the buy or sell, but we can uh, also uh, – Let's do that. I put the link in the, uh, the chat. So it's that top link. On Vegas, it's the Vegas lines, right? So I'll tell you one right away. Well, let, let me introduce a segment. Da, 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 buy or sell. This is our new segment called Buy or Sell. It's pretty much our insight to some of the lines that you might see around betting websites. And we're going to give you our take on it and maybe what you can make some money off of. Now, full disclosure, don't, if we lose you money, don't, don't come at us in the comments, man. This is uh, – no experts here. We're no experts, even though we might pretend like we are. But this is just maybe our personal insights and things that we would like to bet on and the things that we think could make us and you some money. We're going to start off this week with some over-unders for the NFL win totals in 2020. That's if the season happens all the way. And who knows what they're going to do with all these COVID restrictions if they play a full 16 games or what have you because things are going to change from week to week. But just for now, if they do the full 16 – these are the lines that they were given, and I'm going to start off with the first buy or sell. San Francisco, 10.5 wins. I'm taking the over. I'm going to buy in on the over, selling the under. And, and no, I just think, I mean, they're coming off the Super Bowl loss. They played really, really well in the Super Bowl, aside from a couple plays that they maybe would actually beat Kansas City. I, I see them as like a tw- – 11 or 12 win team easily, easily. So I'm pretty big on San Francisco. I think the fact that they're at 10 and a half, according to VegasInsider.com, is pretty low, pretty low. And I feel comfortable there. That was right away the first one I saw when I went onto the website to look at the lines. That was the first one I saw. I was like, whoa, that's that's a little low. Like we can make some money. And I, of course, always hammer the over. So I'm taking the over on San Francisco. I'll let you guys pick, Nick, take your picks. So you can take mine if you want to, if you, if you like that. That would only serve to uh, strengthen my claim. But, Kyle, you got, you got any looking at, man? Yeah, I'm thinking about the Buccaneers. I'm thinking about Tate. Like, I kind of like the under. What's the Buccaneers? Yeah, it's, uh, they're at nine and a half. Wow. I just, I just don't, I don't buy into those teams that have a lot of hype coming into the season. I just think they always underperform. You're taking the under. Yes. Okay. I guess we would consider that a sell. Sell on the nine and a half wins. Sell on nine and a half. He wants an under. And note the clever wordplay with our buy or sell right there. With the, it's a C E L L. You know, play on the name seller dwellers. <laughs> I I think I would kind of agree with you there, Kyle, because that, like we said, tough division every year. Mm-hmm. Carolina, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, Atlanta. That's I mean, you're really if you what was the line again, Kyle? Nine and, nine and a half. half. You're expecting to win at least four games in your division, or yeah, four or five. Nine games. and seven is sounds about right for them. Yeah, that's that's yeah nine and seven. That does sound about right. Maybe if maybe ten. So okay, good one. Take the honor. I agree with you on that one. Pat, Nick, what do you what do you? I'm what seeing. Say I'm seeing the Cowboys here at ten. I'm selling that. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm selling that every time, dude. When's ten, like, ten's an even line too. So if they hit ten, what happened? You got you, you just got your money back. You get your money back. That's yeah. what I thought. So 
And yeah, I'm selling that with the Cowboys, dude. I think the Eagles are still going to win the division this year. I've been a little nervous. And, you know, this actually goes – actually, I'll – well, no, no, let's just do it now. I was going to say the Eagles just make me a little bit nervous now because now they lost two key pieces on the offensive line with Dillard and um, – Brooks. Brooks, thank you. Yeah, Brooks. So, I just – and they moved Peters back to guard. And I know – or tackle, okay. I mean. Tackle, yeah. They moved him back to tackle, and I just know for sure he's going to get injured. That's going to be yeah. three starting offensive linemen that are going. <laughs> Kelsey's Kelsey getting a little old, and then, of course, Johnson's like he's, – he's very formidable. What I'm thinking is that the Eagles are going to win the division with, like, nine wins, and so the Cowboys are going to be – Like, eight and eight. eight I and mean, eight that's very like likely that. to happen again. Like, they yeah. could both go nine and seven again, and the Eagles win. I could see that happening. I just get – I would give that line – a. A little bit of credit just because the Eagles – I think the Eagles are the only real competition. And I could see I could see Dallas very easily beating Washington twice, New York twice. And I could – if the Eagles are injured, they could definitely – they could sweep the division possibly. I know I'm going to get crucified for this. I could also see it being the other way. And we Eagles could easily sweep the division as well if the line holds up. That's got a big if. Like I don't year. think you should sleep on, on um, the Giants this year. Yeah, I'm kind of like a little no, high on the Giants. I know. Daniel Jones wasn't that bad last year. Saquon's back. Yeah, I'm not down on the Giants. I had just – I could see the like Eagles or the Cowboys. I could see either of those teams sweeping the entire year in the NFC East. That's, that's six wins mm-hmm. right there off the bat. And then you just get a couple more. So that 10, um, I'm not – I don't hate the 10 for the Cowboys. I I could also see how you would say that. It could also just be a typical year eight and eight because the Cowboys just always seem to mess something up. Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna be a homer. I'm gonna lean towards the Eagles, obviously, to win the division. So I would I would agree with the under, but I would also not be surprised if the Cowboys do make get that ten double digit wins, ten wins probably. I wouldn't put them over ten. So I see there. I guess you're right to take the under there because I put them at ten or under. I wouldn't put them at eleven or up. So I guess that's a good line too. And Nick, what say you, man? Uh, I am going to buy the Steelers nine and a half, going over nine and a half. I like that. That defense. Right. I get that defense really- is nice. They get a uh, big fat Ben back, and uh, I mean Juju Smith-Schuster. He he, I think he had a down year last year. James Conner too. Didn't really have a quarterback. James Conner. Yeah, so James Conner. Like they got a lot of weapons on offense. Uh, Mike Tomlin's a great coach, veteran coach. Yeah, um, a lot of the same there, which is going to be good for teams considering like the delayed, shortened training camp and shit. So I could definitely see them them winning eleven, twelve, or yeah, eleven or twelve games, ten, all, or 11, 12 games. It all depends on how Cleveland plays. As crazy as that for, is, you know, to say that if Cleveland Cleveland actually plays up to their potential and wins, you know, a couple of games in the division and gets outperforms what they're typically expected to do, then obviously Baltimore is going to play well. That'll be tough for the Steelers to maybe get the over. That's that's where I'm just going to play devil's advocate with you. I think the Steelers are very high. That's a probably that's a good bet to take. For it was a nine and a half. You said, yeah, yeah. I could definitely see them being a double digit win team too, but I could also see it, you know, being a little bit more competitive. Them finishing around nine, eight or nine wins, five hundred, maybe nine, nine and seven either. All right, so that's our first second. I took the over on San Francisco. Nick took the over on the Steelers. Kyle took the under for Tampa Bay, and Pat, you took the under. Dallas. That is the first edition of Buy or Sell. That was fun. I like that. That'll be a fun little segment to add every week. 
So let's talk about the Eagles now. We'll, and we'll pretty much wrap the season up on this because I, I don't want to we'll, – we'll get to the rest of the league once the games actually kick off on Sunday. How are we feeling, guys, of the Eagles this season? I'm tell, I just said it five minutes ago. I'm pretty nervous just because of the offensive line. Wentz has obviously had his injury problems. I love Wentz is like my Philadelphia. It's like, it's like my Eagles version of Embiid, where he's an absolute beast when he plays. I just I'm always so nervous he's going to get injured, and I, I just don't trust him to stay on the field. I was I was I'm still a huge Wentz stand. I think he's going to be top three quarterback possibly if he's healthy with Mahomes, him, and I'm actually kind of big on Watson too. I, I think those guys could be like the top three in the league if they all play up to their potential. I'm just a little nervous that he's going to get sacked a lot, injure something, and then we're going to go to Josh McCown as backup. Whoever, whoever would be the backup. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, right. Jalen Hurts. Yeah, Not Jaylen. too bad. Not too bad of a backup to have. No, it isn't a bad backup to have. And I actually said if Jalen Hurts comes in, when when Carson Wentz gets injured, when he gets sacked so much. He's, he probably has, he like, fall out. would you say he's, like, probably, like, 70% chance to get hurt this year? So probably like 65, yeah, right around there. 50, 60. Yeah, it's pretty high. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm telling you, that line's, in tr- that line's trouble, man. Yeah, that line's in trouble. I mean, I don't know what the, like, prop that is for Chase Young, the amount of sacks week one. Oh, my God. I will hammer that over. And what about Dal- Dallas? is a good D-line, too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, that, that line in Philly could be a very – Big trouble. Let's pray to God that it holds up and we get a nice surprise. I'm a little very nervous. Last year I was nervous about the secondary, and it was, you know, ended up being uh, true that they stunk. And then this year I'm nervous about the line and Carson Wentz's health. So I'm just praying to the football gods that we're able to stay as healthy as long as we can, sneak into the playoffs, and maybe Jalen Hurts could take us to the playoff run. That's my prediction. And then, of course, we're going to have another quarterback controversy in Philadelphia. Can never go an Eagle season without any controversy. This city breathes – breeds football so how, how you guys feel man i don't want to you know bring everyone down if you guys are hopeful let, let's enlighten the audience here because i'm a little skeptic skeptical excited i'm gonna watch every week but i'm skeptical nervous nervous nervous, nervous. i don't want to say skeptical that's not too harsh um silence from the peanut gallery this is not good <laughs> This is not good that you guys are taking too long to respond. I'm hopeful, I'm hopeful that our receiving core is going to be better. I mean, they should be better, right? If, <laughs> I think. If, if Carson can get them the ball. He's yeah, get if he can get, get it to him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm force-feeding this, this uh, negativity down everyone's throats. It's kind of a sad way to conclude our episode. But I'm serious, guys. If you have anything that you think that really the Eagles have. I did see something. Um, this isn't really like – that hope for anything, but you know, there's two guys, Hightower and Quez Watkins, that we picked oh, yeah. up. The yeah. fact that uh, Marquise Brown, or was it, Mar- no, not Marquise Brown, Marquise Goodwin? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Goodwin is who we picked up. Um, well, he's I, I thought it was an all right pickup, but he's kind of like, he had kind of has done nothing in his oh. career. Uh, Goodwin? 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's sitting out, right, because of COVID. And he's yeah. sitting out could have, because oh, of COVID, God. which means that Hightower or Watkins is going to get an opportunity. Okay. And I know, I know the Eagles just love to keep guys like, like they just hate giving guys opportunities on uh, like rookies yeah. and stuff like that. They just keep stashing them forever, and then they never get to use them. And I know you guys are all we're all not you guys. We're all stoked about Kevon Wallace too, right? Yeah. Yes. So I, I'm totally stoked to see the the rookies and how they perform. Sean Bradley from Temple. I think I think he made the team. We I did think. bring LeBlanc back. 
It was just like a. I was so confused. We were just getting that was a confusing situation with Cravalho. It was something like to do with the contract. I don't know. Yeah, I'm really excited to see Darius Slay in the secondary. See how they perform. Have maybe Jalen Mills moved to safety, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited. Is he our starting safety? Free safety? Yeah, he should be. And then we have. Let's get rid of him real quick. (laughs) I don't know. And just put Cravalho Wallace. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to try him out as safety. Willing to try. Although. The cool thing about Wallace is that he's also a uh, – he's like – he moves in and in and out with, like, linebacker, I'm pretty sure. Okay. He can tackle. That's all I care. He can tackle. Yeah. Open field tackle. That's what we yeah. need. Yeah, so I'm excited for the secondary. I'm excited to see the rookies. I'm excited. I'm really just excited to see what Doug Peterson can do. It's just that offensive line. You know how big that mm-hmm. is in football. Like, the, the championship teams build their teams around a quarterback yeah. and an offensive line, and then you just – Fill out the rest. That's pretty much how you win in the NFL is offensive line quarterback, figure out the rest later. So I'm just Apparently, nervous. Uh, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside's been lighting it up at camp, yeah. too. What just does that mean, though? Just stop. There's so hope. It's only yeah. year two. That guy runs out. with cinder blocks. Breakout year for J.J. ortega He's going to have like an Aguilar year and outperform what we expect him to do because he was totally garbage. And then we're going to be like, oh, my God, we got this. We got this steal. Thank God we are so patient. And then he's going to be absolutely terrible again. We're going to be saying DK Metcalf who? No, stop it. Oh, Jesus. don't be sick of man. No oh, way. That's ridiculous. Now, please tell me you're not actually buying into that nonsense. No, not that he's going to be that good, but I think he's actually going to be pretty good. All right. Well, he better be. He better be because right now he looks terrible. But, all right. Nick, you got any thoughts on the season, man? Nope. All right, Nick. You tune in on Sunday, of course, though, Nick. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you guys just covered everything. But I do have questions. Like, so I just got the draft order for my draft. I picked seventh. It's only in eighteen leagues, and I picked tenth oh, wow. again for fantasy football. Yeah. Who do you think I should go with, seventh and tenth? Uh, it's PPR. Uh, it's either a half yeah. or full. Last year we didn't do it, but it's it's some sort of PPR this year. Okay. Um, Expert Kyle has done three drafts here, so he. Yeah. he knows. I don't know. I've never, I never had this. I had seven. Seven's a weird one. I had two, two, and six. It's what showing like on their when rankings. I had six. Like I Michael... took Derrick Henry, and I kind of hated it because I'm like not that high on Derrick Henry. Yeah, it, uh, it has um, like six, seven, eight, or Michael Thomas, Derrick Henry, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire. Who's you Arizona? Might be able to get Kamara? Maybe. Who, no, no. Who? No, don't take Kamara. Who, who's that? Arizona? Devontae Adams, and then get a running back on the way back. Who's Arizona's running back? It's, I got to Google this. Oh, Kenyon Drake. Kenyon yeah. Drake. Everyone's, he's been like top three. Uh, like last year he was top three. He It was McCaffrey, Henry, and then Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake's like a real sleeper name that a lot of people don't buy into because oh, not a lot of people know oh, he is. But he's a or, baller. If you can pick up uh, Kenyon Drake in like the, sec- like, like the second round. He was I, a first round pick. Edward, for, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. I think. He's supposed to be real good. Uh, Chiefs running back out of LSU. Yeah, he's been going real high. All right, wow. All right, so that uh, we got a couple of picks for Nick here. I take Kenyon Drake. I, I think he's a sleeper pick. If he's maybe not the, the first seventh round. pick, no, 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 not the seventh pick. But if you can get him like later as like a flex, I would take him. Word. Yeah. Yeah, I probably, right. I'd be, yeah, I'd probably say Edwards Hilaire. If he's six? there, if he's there, if Michael Thomas is seven. There. Oh. If Michael, if PPR Michael Thomas is there. I'm going Michael Thomas. All right. Pat, you want to talk about the uh, Mike Tyson fight, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's going on with the Mike Tyson fight? So Mike Tyson's fighting um, Roy Jones Jr. in uh, October or November. Yeah. I, I can't remember. Later this um, year. Later this year. 
And uh, then there's Jake Paul and Nate Robinson on the undercard. <laughs> so ridiculous. Which is wild. And I was just looking because Joe Rogan had Mike Tyson on his podcast recently. So then I, I started looking to like Mike Tyson's Instagram to see how he's like training and stuff. And this guy's back. He's back in like the ridiculous. same shape that he has, um, that he's been in for like when he was probably like 25. Yeah, he's in. This he's guy in- is, he's shredded. I know. Again. Absolutely. And then, so I decided, I was like, hmm, I'm going to go over to Roy Jones Jr. See, this guy's probably getting back in shape too. He's going to get his ass whooped. Like, yeah, but there's certain rules around this where I think like they can't get cut too badly and they'll stop the fight. I don't think there can be a winner by not. This fight's going to be over in one round. I mean, it's a charity fight, isn't it? Or not charity, but like, I'm not sure if it's going to like, I would it's call it an exhibition. Yeah, it's like an exhibition. That's why I, just, I know that. I know that. And they're not supposed to be like having fun and stuff like that. But, dude, the way that Tyson talks about, like, when he gets in the mentality of like fighting again, he becomes like an animal. Like, he doesn't become human anymore. Like, he's just, I know, he's he like gets, a different he breed. Like, and he can't control himself. Like, he gets like a high <laughs> off of it. He was like, I'm happy I'm the I'm I'm not that same guy anymore. And maybe this is like release it and he's gonna bite off Roy Jones Jr.'s head. <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. I, I'm ex- I'll definitely watch that though. That is it's on pay per view, right? Uh don't I probably, yeah. And then, fifteen dollar pay per view, I think. Yeah, I'd watch a fifteen dollar pay per view to see Mike Tyson. I would hope that Nate Robinson wins against Jake Paul. If he doesn't, like oh, that's my so God. sad. That's yeah. really sad, dude. Like he's no. a professional athlete and he can't beat Jake Paul. <laughs> Jake Paul's professional boxer, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Don't discredit the Paul brothers. They'll they'll come for the come for our heads. But no, Pat, I definitely agree with you, dude. Mike Tyson, we've said it like a couple episodes and we've talked about it. The videos he was putting up on his Instagram and then obviously lately with Rogan on the podcast, they're insane. He he looks like he would be ready to kill just about any human being that steps in the ring with him. I wouldn't yeah, even, he looks ridiculous for his I, would, age. I think he could beat some like professionals right now. Like young probably some low tier professionals, yeah, I like, bet he could. Yeah, low tier. I'll definitely tune in if you guys are in. Oh, I'm watching that. Yeah. I don't really care so much for Nate Robinson and Jake Paul, but the other yeah, one. Okay. Yeah. 15 bucks for a pay-per-view, I'll play, and I'll only watch Tyson. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Of course, follow us on our social media, at Pod. Use our code SellerDwellers, all caps, no space on manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping off your order. But until then, guys, we will talk to you soon. We'll have update NBA, NHL playoffs. We'll talk Eagles. We'll talk Phillies. We'll do it all just like we did this week. Guys, we'll talk to you soon. Peace out. Peace.